Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Nope, we're not going to do that. We'll get sued. <laughs> we'll get sued by Zach Braff. Yeah. Zach. <laughs> They're the same. You've never seen them in both in the same room. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm convinced they're the same person. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. You're going to be doing most of the creative talking today because my brain is kind of dead at this point. But Great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Zach Braff, you're correct. Not Maybe maybe the same person as Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard, yeah. They're the same person. Yeah. I don't care. Is Zach Braff married? Um, No, he was, he was dating um, Florence Pugh for a while, and I think oh. they broke up. For the amount of, on this podcast that we've talked about Zach Braff, I don't think we have any episode in the future with him. Oh, there's a wedding on Scrubs, isn't there? Maybe. I haven't watched that in a long time. Me either. I don't think I ever saw Gosh, all of that. I used to watch it all the time, like after school. Anyway, we're not talking about Scrubs today, so. <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Well, first of all, I think we need to talk about the absolute mess up. Absolute. The absolute vodka. No. This podcast is sponsored by Absolute yeah. <laughs> Vodka. <laughs> Down the hatch. Don't tell my dad. Um, Down the hatch. <laughs> um, we need to talk about the absolute chaos that was us realizing we had morphed two episodes of this series together in our brains and both didn't realize it. I've seen this show no less than five Same. times. And I could have sworn the costume party episode, the Halloween episode. By the way, we're talking about Parks and Rec. I, oh. <laughs> we didn't say that. <laughs> we're talking about Parks and Rec today. Parks and You've Rec. seen it in the title before you click on the episode, yeah. but whatever. Um, but the, the costume party is not their wedding. That's like the oh biggest mandala was... effect yeah in history like because <laughs> we were like yeah like we'll talk about this episode and then do like a halloween slash costume i am like, so fascinated by the concept of like mandala effects or whatever they're called so like when this happened i like went into a spiral last night i was like oh my god like, well what i'm glad that it happened to you too because yeah. when i so i left for work yesterday and i was like okay you know, I'll do the recap of the episode if you want to, like, do look up, like, wedding costume-themed so wedding things. And she was like, yeah, okay. And then I, like, got home and I turned on the episode and I'm like, am I stupid? Like, she probably thinks I'm an idiot because I think that this is the Halloween one. Oh, I totally thought it was their Halloween party. <laughs> but I think we both mm. thought that because Andy wears a football jersey yes. for the ceremony. Yeah. And we were like, oh. And I think he goes as Halloween as that yes. player or something eventually. Yes. And I don't know. So obviously, my whole plan of researching themed wedding backfires. So I had to scrounge really quickly, which we'll get to. Ooh, I'll be surprised. I guess. <laughs> Um, it's I was not like, just like, talk about whoa, whatever you want. crazy. I, honestly, yeah, because I, I was going to talk about, like, because, like, a big thing in this episode is Tom and the best man thing. Like, mm, Andy asks, yeah. like, the whole everybody there to be his best man. And so Tom wants to be, like, the best best man. So I was going to talk about, like, wedding party stuff, and then I was like... It'll be a hodgepodge of stuff. It's going to be a hodgepodge of stuff. I still, because you were like, let's do another episode. And I'm like, I like this one, though. I, I want to talk about it. Yeah, I did. I did really like this episode. So I w I'm glad that we ended up talking yeah. about it. <laughs> Andy just... and April are one of my favorite, like, TV couples. I went <laughs> through this phase. Amazing. So I, like, 
um, like binged the whole series my senior year of college. It was like fall of my senior year of college. And um, I like loved it because at the time I was <laughs> I was interning for the Visitors Bureau of Bowling Green. So oh, I yes. was kind of working in city government almost. I was my desk. My da -da -da -da. Off <laughs> Basically, at the time, my desk, quote unquote, was at the Four Corners building downtown. It was mm -hmm. like the chamber, yep. the Visitors Bureau, and then there's like a couple other like city government buildings in there. Mm -hmm. And so I would see like city government happenings and mayor, whatever his name is, would come in and out sometimes. And I'd be like, I am literally like April Ludgate sitting here, like just mm -hmm. minding my own business. I'm not even doing anything. Half the time they didn't even give me tasks. I'd just sit there and do homework. But I was there Dang. and I felt I was in my Parks and Rec era for sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I loved, I love that, I love this show. I think it's the Midwest of it all. Yeah. Feels definitely. like home. Yeah. So this uh, episode is season three, episode nine. It's called Andy and April's Fancy Party. <laughs> um, this cold open of the show is one of my favorites all time. It in is. In history of cold opens. I don't know why it, it tickles me so much. <laughs> so it starts with, um, Ben is having a conference um, with the whole department, like, oh, you guys got to start parking on the street, blah, 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 and, and Donna's giving him attitude. And then Ron starts having tooth pain, and then he pulls out some pliers, and everyone's like, no, Ron, no, 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 no. Ron, do you need to go to the dentist? Yeah. <laughs> and he yanks the tooth out of his mouth with the pliers, and everyone, like, I think Tom passes Tom out. Tom faints. <laughs> Everybody runs and then for their life. You hear like beeping, like somebody's cursing. <laughs> and Leslie just sits there, like horrified. She doesn't move. She doesn't say anything. She's yeah. the only one who stays in the room besides Tom, who's passed out on the floor, and she just stares at him. Yeah. And then during Ron's talking head, he's like, "I went to the dentist yesterday. I had this tooth pulled yesterday." Yeah. <laughs> Oh it's just God. so good because you honestly aren't surprised when he does it, but then yeah. it's extra funny that a he lot of it. A lot of it, and a lot of the show in general is improvised. And mm -hmm. I saw on on YouTube that this whole cold open was like very improvised, and there's like bloopers of it. Mm -hmm. The bloopers for this show are incredible. Yes. Um, okay, so then it it you know they have the introduction theme song, and then it opens with Andy and April. Um, you say or you find out that they've been dating for almost a month. Uh, almost a almost month. Almost a month, yeah. And they're handing out invitations for a fancy party. So nobody knows why they're having this party. It's just like, hey, come to our house and have a fancy yeah, party. Yeah, they want to throw a fancy party because <clears throat> yep. they have a house. And the invitation includes an item that everybody should bring. Forks. And everybody's <laughs> invitation is different. Plates. So Tom <laughs> says to bring silverware. Donna says to bring cooked steak. Um, <laughs> ben says to bring Avatar, 50 pairs of 3D glasses, and a 3D-capable cooked TV. <laughs> Fifty pairs of. They clearly glasses. think Ben has like so much money. It's so funny. I know. <laughs> um, and then um, April has a friend named Orin. So we go to the Orin. party. Orin is there. He's like this creepy friend of April's. Um, there's some weird side stories in here where like Anne and Donna are at a singles bar trying to hit up men and um you know ben and leslie are kind of like not together yet but they're flirting and so there's some but they're good not side allowed stories. to be together no because, because of, of workplace chris Traeger. correct i love chris i don't know uh okay and then 
Um, Leslie goes into the kitchen, sees Andy, and she says, hey, I think you need to put out more food. And he says, well, I'm warming up the bagel bites now. (laughs) That's a fancy party. I love bagel bites. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. They're so good. And then Leslie starts realizing that they're there for their wedding when April comes into the kitchen and is like, Andy, like, do you, what do you think of my dress? And it's like this like simple white sundress. That was a spot on Aubrey Plaza in really in the impression. It was the way you said Andy. 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 Um, and he's like, babe, I can't see you. And he puts the pan <laughs> over his face. <laughs> and do the bagel bites fall down or something? I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember. And then, um, so Leslie's like, are you pregnant? Are you terminally sick? Like in the movie Walk to Remember. <laughs> There's just so many good one-liners. Um, so Leslie starts freaking out because they haven't known each other that long. And she's like, it took me four years to find a hairdresser. And we still fight all the time. Yeah. <laughs> she says, one time I fell for a Civil War reenactor I knew for six hours. But then I found he wore those clothes all the time. Plus he was married. But the clothes thing really freaked me out. Yeah. And he was married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, like you said, Tom wants to be Andy's best man, but there's a couple people he's asked, so he's kind of fighting for it, but also, like, can't get the attention on him enough, and he's just freaking out. <laughs> he's trying to have, like, Jean Ralphio help him write oh, vows. I forgot and... Jean Ralphio's in this episode. Or not vows, toast. Yeah. Uh, he's only in there for, like, five seconds, but it's a good five seconds. Yeah. Um, okay. And then Leslie calls Ann and is like, you need to come here for the wedding. Oh, my gosh. Andy's getting married and all this stuff. Okay, then um, I have very random notes. Like, Ben says his Brita filter is older than their relationship. And then he's like, wait, should I change my Brita filter? (laughs) He's like, my Brita filter is older than their relationship. Wait, should I change my Brita filter? (laughs) Yep. Um, Andy's getting married in his Colts jersey. This is the reason why we thought this was a themed wedding, I guess, in our heads. Um, And then their vows are actually really nice. Ooh, and the song that April walks down the aisle to. April Comes She Will by... April Comes She Will. um, April Comes She Will by Paul Simon, or written by Paul Simon, performed by Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. That is a really good song. Yeah. Um, And then April says, this is her vow. I guess I kind of hate most things, but I never really seem to hate you. So I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Is that cool? And Andy says, I vow to protect you from dangers. I don't care if I have to fight an ultimate fighter or bear or or him. I would take him down. I'm getting mad right now just thinking about it. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Um, And then they have animal control release doves. Oh, my God. And one is dead and it falls to the ground. It's not, I don't think it's a dove. It's like a pigeon or something. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I guess I didn't even. The animal control guys are just Mm -hmm. chaotic. Yeah. Um, So then they cut to the speeches and toasts and everything after the wedding. And April's sister makes a toast. And she's just like, I don't know. I just, I I just. I always forget April I don't hate you anymore or something like (laughs) that. It's like so insensitive and April starts crying because she's so touched because they don't (laughs) get that emotional. Um, But yeah. And then it kind of ends with Andy playing with his band and then it closes with Andy and April on their honeymoon like over Zoom or Skype or whatever talking with the office and Leslie owes Ron dollar or Ron $20 because um, she won the bet that they stayed together (laughs) that long. So. Yeah, it was a good episode. It is a good episode. I kind of started watching the next one too, but I watched a few. 
on your Peacock account. <laughs> I forgot that. So it hasn't been an issue yet. You can you can keep using it. This episode is brought to you by Abby's Peacock account. Mm-hmm. Email is <laughs> a robinal. Wait, side thing. Are you gonna watch the Casey Anthony thing on Peacock? Ooh, I forgot about that. I'm going to be honest, I, like, looked up if she's getting any of the profits from the views on that, and I don't think I want to watch it, because it's they have not disclosed whether she is or not, which means she probably is. Now, I don't like my that. thing is that Casey, Casey Anthony makes me so angry that she's yes. like, I refuse to partake in anything in this case, right. because it's also gimmicky, and, like, I feel like every attention... Every, all the attention that we put on that case just makes it makes her make more money or it's all like she's such a attention snob that it's like this is the reason why you know so i don't think uh, i probably won't watch it but i saw i said i don't know i saw clips of it and what else is she going to say? There's really no more. She's already lied her butt off. So yeah, there's really nothing else she can say. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I probably won't watch it. Yeah. Although, I do have a free TikTok account or Peacock account now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I just get too angry. Oh, yeah. it That ugh, whole thing makes me so angry. Okay. So, let's get into some fun facts. Yay. Funnest facts. I love fun facts. Well, I'd like to start with <laughs> a review that I found on IMDb. Um, this reviewer gave this episode uh, a 1 out of 10. Huh? The subject is Leslie needs to go. <laughs> no! What kind... Okay, ready? What kind of sick person tries to break up someone's wedding? Like, for real? For real is spelled F-R. For real? When is she going to learn to stop bugging in other people's lives? I hate Leslie. Horrible episode. (laughs) It's fiction, man. This review got uh, 143 unlikes. Like, dislikes. (laughs) Like, thumbs down. (laughs) And, like, nine likes. I was like, good. Jeez. (laughs) I was like scrolling through IMDb and that was the first thing I saw and I was like, oh my god, who hurt you? I can't imagine being the actress. What if it's like one of Amy Poehler's ex-boyfriends? Yeah. (laughs) I hate her. Leslie Nope sucks. She's horrible. It sucks with an ex. Who's her ex-boyfriend? Oh, Will Arnett. It's just Will Arnett being like, (laughs) curse you, Amy Poehler. That would be so funny though if it was him. Never mind, I like that review if it's him. He's just trolling her. On his some... his bad review review would be so much more dry. Like, yeah, um, it'd be like I just don't understand. No plot. Yeah, I I just don't understand the didn't uh, like the plot purpose of the. Uh, He's got this like raspy yeah. voice, but he like the his his voice doesn't match his face. No, it does not. <laughs> um, I think it's funny that he does make an appearance in Parks and Rec. Also. Yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's the guy for those that don't know. Is um he's the one that goes on like the really bad date with leslie and makes her think she has like brain cancer or something for a second (laughs) and then he's like oh it's just a smudge on the screen um yeah okay so my fun facts not as fun as that um that was fun but (laughs) so certain characters in parks and rec like 
April and Jerry slash Gary slash Larry, however you want to say his name, um, they were actually made for those specific actors Mm -hmm. and actresses. So that's kind of fun that April, like, it was always attended, intended for Aubrey Plaza to, I cannot talk today. Aubrey, Aubrey, Aubrey to play her. Oh, and Andy was people. not supposed to be like a long-term character. Yeah. But they just like Chris Pratt so much that they, <laughs> my R's are L's and my L's are R's today. And then the biggest fun fact. So for this episode, um, NBC actually spoiled the, their wedding. It says at the end of season three, episode four, Ron and Tammy part two, on which Ron and Tammy oh. two, Malali, briefly got married. His actual um, wife. Yes. Uh, briefly got remarried. NBC aired a promo about a wedding registry. However, the registry was for April and Andy, not Ron and Tammy. I uh, love that. This was because NBC accidentally aired the promo two weeks, be- or sorry, weeks before Andy and April actually got married on season three, episode nine. Uh, to cover the Someone mistake. got fired for this, <laughs> yeah. for sure. To cover the mistake, the network said that the registry was meant to include Ron and Tammy's names instead, and that a writer put in the wrong names. A someone writer. That def- writer just <laughs> Someone smoked. definitely got fired for that. That's funny. <laughs> um, I was watching a clip the other day of, um, oh my gosh, names. The comedian with the mustache, and he's old. He's on Family Feud. Steve Harvey? Yes, Steve Harvey. <laughs> um, when, he, uh-huh. when he said the wrong name during Miss Universe. Oh, my gosh. Talk about... Talk about... That's the cringiest thing I've ever seen. Iconic pop culture moments of Yes, kind of like decade. when um, John Travolta said Adele? the name. Yeah. Desi. Desi. Once again, Adele Desi. The, the chokehold that that moment, the Adele Dezine moment, had on me and my old roommate Nicole mm-hmm. in college, or just in general in our lives, we would walk around going, Adele Dezine. <laughs> We'd be like walking around campus pointing at buildings going, Adele Dezine. <laughs> Poor John. It, it <laughs> he's so proud of himself. Yeah, he says it so confidently. And Dina Menzel has been a very good sport about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, John, come on, buddy. <laughs> I, I can't really judge him, though, because I would do 100% the same thing. Do you remember? I'd be like, Audrey Prada. <laughs> do you remember when the wrong um, movie was announced for Best Picture at the Oscars a few years ago? No. Jimmy Kimmel was the host, and these two old people were presenting the award they were like actors who i don't even remember but they they were so old that like they hadn't i don't know they were like i don't know so they announced uh i think they announced what was the movie with ryan gosling and the notebook no and (laughs) emma stone and oh la la land la la land they announced la la land as the winner these two old actors and um the entire cast gets up there. Emma Stone's up there. Oh, Ryan Reynolds is up my there. Gosh. And Jimmy Kimmel runs out and he's like, hold on, hold on. This is all televised. They did a good job at like not letting that spread because I don't think I remember that. But that oh was before God. COVID. <laughs> yeah, it was happened. probably like 20, 
I want to say like 2016, 2017. Uh, whatever year La La Land was huge. Wow. And Jimmy Kimmel runs on stage and he's like, hold on, hold on. Um, and then says like, that's not the winner. Mo- or um, Moonlight is the winner. I think it was the movie Moonlight. Oh. And like everybody on the stage is confused. They like shuffle oh. the two presenters off and Jimmy Kimmel is like, Go, ghost don't white. you think that so like you should just let that go from La La, right everybody from la la land has to go like leave the stage so they just have to like saunter off the stage after they've like given all these hugs Aww. to each other and then the, everyone from moonlight gets on the stage and they have no time left to thank yeah. anyone so everyone's like uh, um and then it just cuts. and also you gotta feel bad i being the moonlight actors <laughs> It is, and I watched it live. Oh, boy. I think that (laughs) if there was, this is a side, fun fun fact for Abby, if there was one actress that I could meet. It would be Emma Stone. It would be either Emma Stone or Sandra Bullock. Sandy? I'd meet Sandy. I think that would be really cool. Because, like, I could see, like, Anne Hathaway being up there. But I feel like I I could have a better, more down-to-earth conversation with the bullock. The bullock. Or yeah. the stone. <laughs> I, I, yeah, this is, this is a really hard, like. Or actually, Aubrey Plaza would be pretty I cool love Aubrey Plaza. You have got to watch The White Lotus. I know Eric oh, and I. It, we are going to. Okay, good. She's all, she's in the second <laughs> season, but the first season is just as amazing. Okay. For, you'll love the first season too. But the second season, she's in the second season and she's so good. Anyways. Yeah. I love Aubrey Plaza. We should kind of tally how many other shows and movies we referenced <laughs> these, or celebrities we almost referenced but can't think of the names. Uh, the night's biggest best picture. This was Oscars 2017. How did the, the La La Land Moonlight mix-up happen? I have to say, this is the craziest thing ever. If they say on the card, like, runner-up or something. It literally says Moonlight. Yeah, and that's Warren, the dumbest thing It was thing Warren Beatty seen. and Faye Dunaway. Warren oh. Beatty looks at the card and says, La La Land. <laughs> that says Moonlight. <laughs> he pro- You know why? Because isn't in La La Land, like, the, the cover photo, isn't it of, like, the big moon and the bench and all that? Like, it's I like wonder if he was like, like, oh, they made a mistake. <laughs> I'm correcting their I typo. I have no idea. Or this man just, like, stroked out halfway through presenting. <laughs> he just says, La La Land. He literally he just, like, looked at it. He looked at it, looked at Faye Dunaway, and then went, La La Land. And no one was Faye. And then Jimmy Kimmel's like, hold on. Um, there was this blooper I was watching. It's like this big, long, like 25 minute thing. I saw it like 10 years ago and it stuck with me, but it's all of like the bloopers from old game shows. And oh. so this one woman, it's like a don't, uh, finish the lyrics kind of thing, but it's like from the seventies. Like it's very old. Yeah. And the woman goes, um, they play the song and then it stops and she goes, help me. I'm falling <laughs> while she's falling. And they go, correct. <laughs> right and she like just eats it (laughs) it's the funniest thing because you don't know if she was actually guessing it or if she was crying for help (laughs) oh god but anyways what do you have what what what's this episode relating to for weddings um help us well i um i tried to find something to relate this episode to uh, when I failed, 
Oh my goodness. When I Sorry. failed, I went with old trusty. Today we're talking about Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger's wedding. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, because I literally could not. I could not. There was nothing. Okay, can I also say that the hate Chris Pratt is getting, I think, is a little extreme I and far-fetched. I agree. It's because he's Christian. Christian. But yeah. I feel like a lot of people are Christian. Why does Chris Pratt get the... Because he's a Christian in Hollywood, which is very... Um, and he's open about upon. it, yes. I guess. Well, that's the issue. And, and he's not afraid to be like, well, I don't necessarily agree with this. And then people attack him for it, which is like, well, if they're a right... If they have a right to their opinion, he should have a right to sure. his. Sure, yeah. But. Do you have a, a favorite Chris out of the bunch? I think Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt? Yeah. I think I'm a Chris Evans gal, but I do like Chris Pratt. I think Chris Pine might be shortly behind Chris Pratt, looks-wise. I know you <laughs> don't mine. like him because some something about Hay- no. Harry Styles and... No, 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 no. <laughs> I... Okay. I honestly don't know anything about his personal life. I don't either. So it's fine. But I just, what was that one, um, the movie but Just want, My Luck? That He was good in that. Oh, that is it the one so with Lindsay Lohan? Yes. Yes. I love that movie. I want Princess Diaries 2 Chris Pine back. Yeah. Oh, so handsome. There's going to be a uh, Princess Diaries 3, I think. I saw that. I'm which so excited. don't have high hopes, but it's fine. Um, yeah, but, you know. Um, yeah, I think I like Chris Evans. Mm. Um, no, Pratt is definitely my number one. Evans does has uh, America's What are the other America's options? <laughs> um, Chris. Uh, Jenner? Hemsworth. Oh, Hemsworth. <laughs> Just kidding. What? <laughs> Jenner. Chris Jenner is my She's favorite. at my bottom. I don't know. Yes. Okay, no, I thought I had it. So it looks like uh, the bride is 29. Oh, um, she was when they got married. This was updated. I don't know. The bride was 29 when they got married. Uh, and he was 39. <clears throat> I think that's fine. Yeah. I think it's I'll fine, too. It. I think it's fine, too. Age is but a number. Just mm-hmm. don't get creepy with it, okay? Mm-mm. You don't need to get creepy with it. Um, okay, well, there's very little about their wedding on the internet. Mm -hmm. They don't have a lot of pictures. It's a lot of, like, weird paparazzi shots that I don't, I hate that. It's their wedding day. Don't do weird paparazzi shots. Just, it's sad, you know, Mm -hmm. when there's, there's clearly no photos for a reason. Don't do paparazzi shots. Um, but they said their I do's and I, they're. Just realized there's no date on here. <laughs> so if you could fact check that, that'd be great. Um, they said their I do's at the San Isidro Ranch in Montecito, California, um, before a crowd of family and friends that included included Schwarzenegger's family, pa- fa- famous parents, Ooh. Arnold mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger and Maria Schreiber. Also in attendance was Chris Pratt's six-year-old son, Jack whom he shares with Anna Ferris and his pal Rob Lowe. And the way this article makes it sound is that the only two people that were there from Chris Pratt's life was Rob Lowe and his son yeah. Jack. But yet, Catherine uh, <laughs> Schwarzenegger had, like, tons of family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there was more people there for Chris Pratt than his son Jack and Rob Lowe. But, mm-hmm. 
Um, there was lots of flowers and greenery everywhere. It was very, it was a very romantic setting for a wedding, is what this source says. Nice. Um, I guess food was, yeah, cool. I mean, in Montecito, California, you'd, yeah. you'd expect that. Right. Um, and then the f- menu was really important to them. Um, it was a religious ceremony. Uh, God was a big part of their marriage, so they wanted it to be a, they're a big part of their relationship, so they wanted it to be a big part of their ceremony as well. Um, they are a very Christian couple. And then and they have sheep, which is so cute. <laughs> and they have they they have sheep. Yes, uh, <laughs> that was really I don't know. There's just not a ton about this wedding, but um, mm-hmm. I figured it might might be nice to talk about Chris Pratt. Yes, yeah. who doesn't love talking just about a little Chris bit Pratt. on Anna Ferris. So I actually really love her. I do too. Um, I, I not picking her. aside. I love them equally. And I was heartbroken when they split up. I was too. It was really sad for I me. was really, really <laughs> sad. It's usually all about me, but, you know. I remember at the time, at the job I was at, I stormed into work and I was like, love isn't real anymore. Yeah. There is no hope for any of us because Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt broke up and my boss was like, start polishing your silverware. Yeah. So my thoughts were similar, except I was like, at least there's still Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. <laughs> um but uh it looks like they got married in june of 2019 and they started yes. dating summer 2018 so. yes yes i remember when they got married because it was the first like major celebrity wedding after i started working here mm. and i was like oh, pretty wedding but mm-hmm. then there was no photos of it and i was sad yeah um looks like he's wearing a black suit or mm-hmm. a blue suit her dress is gorgeous yeah it's kind of what do you think that style is called now I feel like trumpet maybe or a oh, little A line slash yeah. trumpet. Maybe it says it's it. fitted. It's definitely fitted. Um, um, sleeveless. Form fitting white gown with a tulle cape skirt trailing down its back and a long white veil. Mm-hmm. Capes are capes are now making a really nice comeback mm-hmm. too. I don't mind them. Yeah, I like when they're like coming down from the shoulder a little bit. That's always fun. Oh, like the swag. Yeah, I think that's cool, and then, or just, like, it's a good alternative to, like, a veil, I guess. Um, The bride from this past weekend, she had a fitted dress, but then, I don't know if you can call it a cape, but the skirt started halfway around her, so you see it fitted in the front, and then from the back, it looks like a ball gown. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it looks like she has all white roses, which is nice. Um, I also did a little research on their venue. The San Ysidro Ranch. Um, it's in Montecito, and it's gorgeous. If you want to, yeah, it's the San Ysidro. How do you spell? Y-S. Ooh. Yeah. Gorgeous. Oh, it's in Santa Barbara. Oh. Well, which is probably Montecito's probably like a Montecito Santa Barbara like a suburb of Santa Barbara maybe sure we'll go with that number one resort hotel in California yeah it says the ranch has a historic guest list Groucho Marx Winston Churchill Sinclair Lewis and John Houston who finished writing the screenplay for the African Queen while in residence I'd love to fact check that uh (laughs) Lawrence Olivier we can put that on our website (laughs) nobody would ever fact check an like, African queen. What if it was like, um, uh, 
Martin Scorsese stayed here. Yeah. Yeah. We have a sign in the house. Uh, Quentin Tarantino wrote Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in this very <laughs> chapel. <laughs> we just start making up insane things. Um, Lawrence, Olivier, and Vivian Lee exchanged midnight wedding, wedding vows on the grounds. And Camelot began here with John and Jackie Ken- Kennedy honeymooning in the cottage that now bears their name. I don't think I would ever last a midnight wedding vow exchange. I'd I'd be home. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I have to leave. Do you think a lot of people do that, like midnight? No. That doesn't sound fun. No. Something interesting that I saw about this is that their max capacity is like 100 people. Yeah, the biggest area is yeah. called the Stonehouse Restaurant, and it's max of 100. The Carriage House has up to 60. The um, spaces are The wine cellar is really cool. Yeah, Up to 30. Gorgeous. And then the, the old, old Adobe, Adobe, up to six people. That's cute. Yeah. Um, something else I found on the website is that they have a pampered pet program. Mm. Uh, from the moment you arrive on property with your beloved pet, the pampered prep pet program offers a heartwarming welcome and renowned five-star service. Pet may, pets may sign in along their owner in the Pampered Pets registration book and receive a welcome treat from the pet-friendly cookie tray on I the am, front desk. I'm open to doing this. Um, the program is offered of specifically in our pet-friendly cottages and includes a plush a plush San Ysidro ranch pet bedding and water bowl placed in the cottage, personalized welcome amenity, pet-friendly in-room dining menu. Oh, An in-room... What, how are they going to read the it? The pets! The pets! <laughs> the pets! I'm stepping down the, from being a coordinator, matter. and I'm going to be the pet resort puppy personal... Uh-huh. Something. Pampered pet. Pam- pampered pet personal... Pampered pet person. Protégé. <laughs> all for the pets. It's all for the pets. Yeah. Anyway. I think it's safe to say that we can't really, um, besides, like, maybe, I'm trying to say that, like, we, it's really hard to make this episode and, and like, <laughs> Listen, guys, we messed up. All right. <laughs> like, it's hard to make this into, like, a real, like, wedding scenario. How to, how to gear this towards your wedding. Because I assume a lot of you are not having a wedding in Azure Hall within a month. Or a wedding in general within a month. We're just going to call this episode Katie and Abby of Messed Up I mean. and Did Not Research Ahead of Time. <laughs> so now we're the scrambling. The Mandela Effect just got the best of us. But so now we're scrambling and talk talking about, about the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. He did mention the galaxy in his vows. Did yeah, you notice that? Yeah, he did. He said, I'm the luckiest I... guy in the galaxy. Yeah. And, and then it was probably, yeah, Guardians and that was galaxy. like quite a few years yeah, before. Yeah, this episode came out in 2011. Yeah, so that was three years before the first galaxy movie. That's crazy. This episode came out 11 years ago. Yeah. Wow. That, the show doesn't seem that old. Mm-mm. It ended in 2015. Like, that's a long time ago. Yeah. That's crazy. Is, that is a long time ago. 
<laughs> that 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 is a long time ago. Um. So what do we have around the building, and what's new in your life? I guess this could have been beforehand, but what's new we're in my decorated life? for Christmas. It looks beautiful here. Oh, so good. <clears throat> um, White I, House who? Yeah. White House decor does not have anything on us this year. We 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 blew it out of the park. I don't know what that is. You know how the White House always makes a big deal about when their Christmas decorations come up? No. And it's always like the First Lady's duty to be in charge of Oh, the of White House. I thought you were talking about White House, Ohio. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what venue you're talking about. I was like, are we spilling some tea right now? Yeah, the White House sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, no, we look amazing here. It's great. Downtown Deco came in and decorated for us. Yeah. Which, um, that was great because during COVID, me and Pam had to do it, and it wasn't as good. Um, no. So. Um, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I got my engagement photos back today, which was very exciting. And they look so cute. I'm very excited. So um, cute. Yeah. That's that's all that's new in my life. Oh, what's new in my life? Um Let's see here. You have to order wedding invitations. I got to order my wedding invitations. I did just say that. Yeah. Um Do you have them made yet? No. <laughs> Great. I got to go on Zola and do that. I want to do it on Zola just cuz all the addresses are already there. Yeah. And I don't have to re-get them or retype them or anything. Um, I they're going to be very similar to our save the dates. Yeah. Just, just a little bit more color, I think. Hmm. Um, I had a slight moment of panic because somebody posted on like a wedding page the other day, like <laughs> just picked up my dress for my wedding, like from the alterations thing. Can't wait for August. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I gotta get on this. Yeah, I did. I, I've, I've been taking care of my alterations a little bit early than, like, usual, but I wasn't mm -hmm. sure, like, what time frame you do that at. So, like, as soon as I got my dress back, I reached out to, I reached out to people um, to get quotes and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I just did it. I did it right away. Mm -hmm. I think my last appointment is in February. Mm. So, uh, but, yeah, it's. I really recommend going to So Beyond Blessed. Like, oh, I, I like really them. recommend her. Mm -hmm. She did a great job. And yeah. she has a very nice little store. Yeah. Little storefront. Um, She'll be at our bridal house probably in She's March. the best. Shout out to Mandy. Mm -hmm. um, she's awesome. She loves Nazareth Hall. Mm -hmm. um, and we love her. Yeah. So if you're in Ohio and you need wedding dress alterations or embroidery, she does a lot of different stuff. She can make wedding dresses into pantsuits. Yeah. So if you, or jumpsuits. So like if you find a wedding dress you like, but you just didn't want it as a, yeah. a dress, yeah. you can make it into a jumpsuit. It was funny. She was like, for your next appointment, for your last, ooh, for your last appointment, um, I recommend bringing someone with you because I'm going to show you how to do the bus, how to do oh, the, bustle. the bustle. And I was like, okay. Like my mom is two hours away. I didn't have anybody like, I wasn't going to bring Gordon. Um, and I <laughs> thought about, there, mm -hmm, got it. Yeah. Okay. I thought about bringing one of you guys, but it's on a Thursday. And I was like, you know what? Odds are my hostess has seen the bustle, the type of bustle before, yeah. which Maddie has. So <laughs> that was good when I like, and also she could like, you could take a video of her doing it. Or yeah. Something. And Mandy said, she's going to give me like a diagram too, which it's not going to be anything 
ex- extravagant, but um, yeah. yeah. How's your Christmas shopping going? I'm almost done. So um, I think I just need a couple more people done. I'm kind of focusing on getting my paintings done. For, yeah. This yeah. happens to me every year. Um, but yes, I'm almost done. So the office at Nazareth Hall is throwing a Christmas party where we do like a secret Santa thing. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about the gift that I have. Me my too. Person. I finished it yesterday. Yeah. And I really want to tell you right now what it is, but I can't. Cause I don't, I, I, don't, I can't tell you either. <laughs> I'm just like so excited. It's I know. Yeah. I'm finished with the secret Santa, um, for Nazareth hall that gift should be delivered. It's not handcrafted or anything. Um, but it should be delivered this week. Um, Gordon and I don't really get each other gifts because we mm-hmm. share a bank account and an Amazon account. True. So it's not really like anything surprising. Mm-hmm. Last year I tried to get him headphones and he was like, why'd you get me a gift? I didn't get you one. And I was like, you don't have any headphones that work. Yeah. I was just trying to be nice. Yeah. Um, Um, I don't think that this episode will go until after Christmas. So I'm going to say that I got Sean the fake ancestry results. Like I'm I'm making him. Because he's being a real big butthead because he knows that I got him the ancestry stuff. And so every single day he's like, did anything come in about my ancestry results? And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you until you have them on christmas but they're not coming in on time until christmas you should put on his interest on ancestry results that he's like a close relative to like a serial killer or something like freak him out that could be good yeah i i still have to do a lot of work on it but um so for those who don't know my my fiance is african-american and well we don't know actually for sure because we don't have (laughs) we don't have his ancestry results but um so I've seen him when a Michael Jackson song comes on, but other than that, like it's really the only <laughs> Yeah. So when um when he opens his results, he's gonna find out that he's Sri Lankan. Amazing. Um, he's from Bangladesh, he's North Korean, and he's Indian. <laughs> so I'm very excited. He's gonna have a full on identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really hoping for that. Because of your prank. He'll be opening it in front of my parents too. So. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. My uh, my fiance Gordon, his group of friends is doing a secret Santa too. But the rules are: it has to be stupid, and you have to open it in front of whoever you're in front of on Christmas morning. And I'm like really nervous because Gordon's gonna be with my family for Christmas oh, morning, no. and I'm like, who has you, and what are they going to give you? Because what has happened in the past? This is the first year they've ever done it, so that's oh, why I'm terrified. No. <laughs> Yeah, because like knowing them, pa- knowing your parents are pretty easy going. Oh, they're 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 very chill. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got my dad this. Um, this episode will probably go up after Christmas, but I got my dad this. Um, and I sent you a Snapchat of it last night. It's the Sopranos family cookbook. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that have watched the Sopranos, it is like written as if it was written by Artie, who's like the chef in the show, and he owns the restaurant. But there's, like, photos and, like, snippets and, like, a foreword from the creator of the show and, like, really cool recipes. Mm -hmm. But my dad's really going to like it. Um, My dad's, like, the easiest person to shop for. Mm. He just loves everything I give him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) None of my family members are picky. It's just hard because it's like, what do they not have yet? I put the pressure on myself to, like, outdo myself every year when giving my parents gifts. And, like... They don't care. Like, I put that pressure on myself, and it's like, yeah. I shouldn't. Yeah. But, yeah. 
All right. Well, it was good talking. Oh, it was great chatting. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, as always, let us know if there's anyone you want us to cover. This episode will probably go up after Christmas, like we said, but we do, we'll probably have a few other episodes going up before Christmas. I really want to do Christmas wedding planner. Yeah. Maybe we should record that next week and Mm -hmm. put it up. Beforehand. Yeah. Do it as like the last episode before we go home for Christmas. Mm -hmm. You're yawning. I know you're tired. (laughs) I'm not yawning. You just yawn. You just yawn. (laughs) I'm usually the one yawning. (laughs) No. Yeah. I... I agree. We need to do that one. So maybe we'll do that. Um, Yeah. As always, stay golden, pony boy. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.